Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Pop Culture Parlor. Today, Jake and I will be talking about our top four favorite movies. Hope you enjoy. All right, and just a huge spoiler warning for all of these movies that we're going to be talking about ahead. They're all our favorite movies, so we're going to be talking in depth every little single detail about them. So if you have any interest in uh, seeing any of the movies that we're going to be talking about, maybe just click off. Um, But other than that, I think we can just uh, get right into it. Uh, Do you want to talk about your uh, top four first, and then I can go over mine? Yeah, I'll talk about mine. Uh, Okay, so my top four is not in any particular order, really. But uh, I started out with uh, The Thing, then Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Social Network, and then Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And Grant, what's yours? Um, Yeah, so I have Into the Spider-Verse, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, um, The Avengers, and then WALL-E. Those are good movies. Yeah. So you're more of a... uh, you're more of a movie guy than I am, so how about you start out by talking about one of your movies? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll start by talking about The Thing. Um, the Thing is a movie directed by John Carpenter. He also directed a movie that a lot of people also know about uh, called Halloween. Uh, it's a, I mean, that's a huge franchise. Everyone should know about it. But The Thing um, is just one movie, and it deals with this alien kind of parasite thing that comes down to the Arctic and these guys find it and what this parasite thing does is it kind of takes over their bodies and completely mimics them like it's kind of like how like in Marvel they have like those scroll things you know like they can take over the memories and like look like them sound like them everything like that this is exactly what this thing can do basically and these guys have to figure out who is like the like the alien and who is um, just a normal human and stuff before it's too late before it takes all of them and it's you know a funny way to like kind of describe it yeah is, no it's i know exactly it's it's among us it really is like, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. literally among us like, i was and, about to say like that's basically the popular video game from 2018 among us it, it literally is like and and that's the best way to really describe it and it's a fantastic movie the score is great the camera work is done really well and the best part that I think got snubbed uh, at the Oscars because I'm like 95% sure they did the not. The Oscars um, before you were born? The, the Oscars did not nominate them for this, but um, they should have won. It was for makeup and like prosthetics and stuff. They like have some scenes in it that are absolutely like crazy when really? it comes to like some makeup and um, things that they did like without CGI and stuff. It, it's crazy, that. and they do a great job with it. Um, so, yeah, that is uh, the thing. I, I would definitely check it out. It's a great horror movie. Um, perfect for, like, Halloween kind of time. But, um, Grant, how about you get into Wally now? Yeah, I can talk about Wally. I mean, I don't really know what about Wally I can talk about because I'm hoping that everyone has seen it. Um, I mean, it's. I mean, a I would very, get, into the, get into the like the general plot and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, everyone knows everyone knows Wally. Um, yeah, but I saw it when I was a little kid. It was just absolutely my favorite movie. 
I, I don't know why. It was just so, it was simple. Maybe that's why I liked it. I was a stupid kid. I was not very <laughs> smart. Um, like, I just liked the robots, the robot love. That was funny. Um, like, all the characters. It was just such a really, it was a really cool world. I think I, I fell in love with the world. Just, like, this giant trash heap that this, it's basically Wally's playground, uh, which I thought was so cool. He was, like, a collector of things. And then he goes into, like, a spaceship, which is just another one of my favorite things is... Uh, I like Star Wars as a kid, so that was really cool to me. Like Pixar's doing a Star Wars type thing. Well, it, it's a beautiful, um, like it's like beautifully it animated. They do a great job. It really, it's, yeah. it's Pixar, so like two thousand seven is really well. Um, but I mean, that's that's basically the reason why I really like Wally. Um, I and like the bad guy scared me as a kid. I thought that was cool, and I had, I thought it had a great ending. Um, you know, the world is healed. Uh, it's just a very simple movie, not insanely deep but yeah i just I, I really like it i could go back and watch that all the time um and still get the same amount of enjoyment as i did when i was a little kid yeah it, uh, it, that's pretty much it, it's a great film i agree with you um it's probably not super high on my list but it, it is a fantastic yeah. movie i agree with you i'd um, say it's pixar's best it is definitely one of pixar's best um i'm gonna move on to my uh third one uh or I guess my second one that I'm talking about, but uh, it's number three on my list. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, this is a Wes Anderson film. Uh, Wes Anderson has directed uh, Isle of Dogs, um, The French Dispatch, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, and uh, like a lot of other things, but um, he's a great director, and Fantastic Mr. Fox is a stop-motion film, uh, kind of like Coraline, uh, Paranorman, Isle of Dogs, like I said. Um, those movies... Um, and it features a great cast like George Clooney, Meryl Streep. Um, there's so many more. Like Owen Wilson's in it for a little bit. Um, Bill Murray is in it. It's a really, really good uh, cast. But um, it's kind of a weird plot to describe. It's kind of George Clooney's character, who is Mr. Fox, um, fighting, I guess, kind of uh, with these three men. Um, who have um, certain, like, food and drink industry stuff. Like, he's kind of stealing from them, and they're really mad about it. And so he has to, uh, like, evade them in certain ways because they're coming after him, and they kind of want to kill him. And so it's it's just a really interesting movie for that kind of stuff. Like, the plot's so weird and so goofy, but it's super good. Um, just like the thing, the score is absolutely fantastic. But, um, yeah, the best part is really the cast in this and the stop-motion animation. Just beautiful, like, super well done. And, uh, like, this movie and the thing Grant has not seen. And I cannot recommend them at all. Like, I cannot recommend them enough, really, is what I'm trying to say. Um, Like, they are both absolutely amazing 10 out of 10 movies that I do think everyone should watch. Yeah, and you just will not stop telling me to watch them. I know it's, it's kind slightly of like, annoying, it's, but you're right. You're right. I need I need to watch them. It's like you telling me to watch Breaking Bad. Like this is me with the like my yeah, top four movies. Because it's ridiculous. Because I want to talk about Breaking Bad with you. And but I, I mean, I guess now it's good. These movies with you, like these are fantastic well, movies. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. Just it's <laughs> not that hard to watch Breaking Bad. It's only like a hundred hours, probably total. These are two-hour movies. Yeah, well, I can't find them on the internet. What? 
not. They're not on streaming Fantastic services. Mr. Fox is on Disney Plus. Oh, well, then I'll watch it. Fine. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I've been telling you to do. You are ridiculous. We're moving on. The Avengers. We're moving on to the, the Avengers. Avengers. Talk yeah. about the Avengers. Yeah, so Avengers is number three on my list. Um, I... When I was a kid, I didn't. I wasn't really into superheroes. Um, but I remember one time. I think it was on FX. The Avengers was just playing on it, and my dad just told us to come watch it because he really enjoyed the movie. Um, and it was. It blew me away. Like, just the. I never thought superheroes were cool. I always thought like the weird kids were into superheroes, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, watching all of these characters on screen, like I just didn't. I don't know. It was like the awakening of superheroes. It was the awakening of my inner nerd, the comic nerd. I well, I don't read comics, but getting really into superheroes. Uh, like I knew Iron Man, I knew Captain America, like I knew all those guys. But I was like, yeah, I mean, all right, whatever. But like seeing them in live action, like doing like their banter that they do in all Marvel movies, you know. But back when it was like original, uh, it was so cool. And then seeing them fight in New York City, like that was that just blew me away. Um, and plus, like you're saying with all the movies, the score for the Avengers is it's ama- it's awesome. It's great. Uh, that's there's a reason why they've been using it for the past like five movies of the Avengers that they've done or something like that. Uh, something else that like blew me away as a kid was the CGI. Like I'd never seen a movie do what the Avengers did. Like yeah, I've CGI seen mainly incredible. Exactly, I've seen mainly just animated movies when I was a kid, like Wally and stuff like that. Uh, I wasn't really I wasn't exposed to many things until I was maybe in like middle school, like real big boy movies. But like that's just kind of where my love for like Marvel specifically came through was watching the Avengers in like 2013. Um, yeah, do you have anything to say about the Avengers? 2012. Because you by have the way, seen this. 2012. One. Well, yeah, I didn't watch it in 2012. That's I'm, oh, you I'm didn't watch it in I, theaters. You didn't watch it in oh, theaters. Yeah, I um no, because I literally just said I watched it on FX. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, um, if you're listening, yeah, you might have caught that. Wow. I'm I. Yeah, that's crazy. That you haven't seen it. You didn't like. You never saw it in theaters. Um, I guess my experience was a little different then. Um, I was a big Marvel fan before this. Um, like I had seen all those movies like Iron Man, Thor in theaters. The only one that I didn't see in theaters was Captain America, the first Avenger. And I saw that at home and I turned it off because this was before um, those whole like, you know, mid credit stuff and post credit scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before everyone knew. Yeah. And so my dad, who had seen it in theaters, said, whoa, 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 turn it back on and go to the end, go to the post credits. And I said, why? And he said, just do it. So I turned it on, and it was a trailer for the Avengers, because that was a year later, because Captain America, the first Avenger, came out in 2011. Yeah, it had the trailer so at the end. It was the a, ba- whole, a bad trailer. Yeah, it was a whole trailer for Avengers, and I was incredibly like hyped for it. So um, when it came out, uh, sadly, I was grounded. Uh, so I had to wait two weeks before I could go see it, which was probably the hardest two weeks of my life, honestly, because that it was, you know, it was such a big movie, like it was like a huge billion-dollar movie. Um, uh, so oh yeah, it's one of the it was, top grossing movies ever. Oh yeah, so it was really difficult for me to like not be able to watch it for that long, mm-hmm. um, but we finally got to go to the theater. It was still super crowded after two weeks. We watched it. Um, and I loved it for the exact same reasons that you love it. Like, it's just 
so cool to see something like that come together for the first time. Like to see all these heroes from different movies come together for the first time is so cool. Like that's so interesting. Like I, I, I don't think we've ever seen that done before. And I mean, I just think that's... Well, we've um, seen it done since. Well, yeah, since then. But yeah, this is like the first Just, time this has Justice ever happened. League. And I think that's so amazing that they were able to, like, to do that um, and get that much hype for something like this. But... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no. Score is absolutely fantastic. Uh, CGI is great. Um, I mean, like I said, I love it for all the same reasons that you do, really. Um, and everything after that is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, mostly. I mean, yeah. I there's mean, some the st- there's some stinkers. Of the Marvel movies after, but like, yeah. really, Marvel was just huge, like the biggest thing just, after the yeah, Avengers. Really, absolutely. I mean, it's still pretty huge. It's died off a l- little bit. I'd say it's had a little bit of a resurgence with the TV shows, but I feel like people are getting kind of sick of it. Well, are you, uh, you seeing like after Endgame, it kind of like died down. After Endgame, well, obvi- I mean, obviously after Endgame and then the Spider Man movie, we didn't get anything for over a year. Kind of kind of cuz so, of a certain thing called covid, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I, I've never met her. <laughs> um but yeah, I something I was thinking that's pretty funny. I mean, I'm sure you've thought of it too, but like Josh Josh Whedon uh directed this movie, right? Uh yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's crazy how he can make this uh team up of superhero movies like first time meeting superhero movies like the call to action of this big group of superheroes he did such a good job with this one but he messed up so badly with the justice league oh here okay okay here's what i'll say about that um oh i mean okay i know there's more to it but avengers one is incredibly campy and goofy oh yeah that's what i was gonna i was gonna mention that that's kind of why i love it though Oh, no, and I love that, too. Like, because, like, Age of Ultron, while really, it's pretty good, it's messy, and they're going for a darker tone with it, and I don't think it worked very well. Yeah, it was really weird. This one worked a lot better with its goofiness and, like, how campy it was. Like, it was, they did a really good job of that, Um, and that was kind of, like, how it was at the time. Like, if you look at Thor, it's kind of goofy. If you look at... uh, if you look at Captain America, uh, the oh, first Avenger, the first Avenger is insanely so, campy, so, so goofy. Cheesy. Like, it's so it's campy. yeah, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty outdated with a lot of its like weird action shots. Yeah, like especially after like with all the montage stuff, like all the action scenes and stuff are so goofy. But yeah, but it, it works it really the time, well, which is why yeah. Avengers worked so well. I, I absolutely agree. And that's why I think Justice League or Justice League, Joss Whedon's Justice version, League. Yeah. really failed because Zack Snyder had already set this tone for the DC universe. It was dark. It was gritty. He did it with the first two films. Wonder Woman, while being a little bit more lighthearted, mm-hmm. still was a little dark because it dealt with World War One, which was, I mean, that's, that's enough to be dark. But, um, I mean, it... It's hard to change a tone that fast. He went for more, for more goofy, jokey. Um, he changed the color palette by like a ton and reshot everything. Like, it was a mess because he was trying to make it the way that he did with the Avengers, 
and so it didn't really work too well um, with what he was trying to like. It just it didn't work. But Avengers yeah, did a great job I, and it worked very well. Saying. I absolutely agree. Um, do we have anything else to say on the Avengers? I don't think I don't so. Think other than like it's just a fantastic movie. I I agree. So um, what's next? The I, Social Network. Yeah, I'll talk about Social Network. Grant, have you seen the Social Network? Yeah, I've seen the Social Network. We we've okay. talked about it. Yeah, this I I do really like it. I agree. It's a very good movie. Good story. Yeah. This might be my number one. Honestly, I I don't really? know yet if it's my number one, but it might be. Um like I said this has no order, but this could be my number one. Um The Social Network is directed by David Fincher and the script is by uh Aaron Sorkin. And uh I say that because uh, especially who it was written by because Aaron Sorkin has written a lot of amazing scripts, especially for uh, the director, David Fincher. Um, and he's, uh, he, written the, the, he wrote um, the script for uh, the movie that came out two years ago called The Trial of uh, Chicago 7. Actually, I think it came out last year, my bad. Um, but it's called The Trial of Chicago 7, um, which was a pretty popular movie. Um, but Aaron Sorkin is a fantastic screen, uh, screenwriter, and he uh, took parts of the actual trial of Facebook and put it into this movie. Um, like, some of the scenes are literally, like, word for word from the actual Facebook trial oh, and stuff. Oh, actually? Which is, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, like, he, he literally, like, read the trial and just uh, put things that uh, they said into it. And it was just it's so interesting that he did that. Um, Because it really elevates the movie to a new level. But to summarize what this movie is actually about, because I never did that, it actually yeah, that's probably that's probably what we should have started with. Yeah, yeah. I want to compliment it first, but this movie is. I mean, a lot of people know what it's about. I mean, you can tell by the poster. It's about Facebook. It's about Mark Zuckerberg creating Facebook. Uh, It it deals with did he really create Facebook? Like, did he steal this idea? Um, It deals with. Um, his relationships um, with his friends, with his coworkers, um, and the the rise of Facebook and everything like that. It, it deals with everything like that, um, but it it really um, is all just flashbacks um, because the present day is the trial um, with him and a couple of characters. Like there's two trials going on. Um, yeah, like Spider Man. This main one, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. But, the cast is great in this movie. Oh my god! Like, I, I was looking fantastic. at it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty stacked. It's Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg, um, which I have a little fact about um, the thing, like the way that he played it. Like Jesse Eisenberg as a person is, I think he like he's just he's a very laid back kind of person. Uh, like he said this during an interview. I'm not like making this up or anything like that. Um, he is just a very laid back person. But for this role, Mark Zuckerberg is a very, like, OCD, um, jittery kind of person. Um, And so in this movie, he kind of had to play the opposite of his normal self. And he said that that was, like, one of the hardest things he's ever had to do. Like, this is, like, the hardest role he's ever had to have. Like, what were you going to say, Grant? I said, oh, really? Yeah, no, like, yeah. He he said it was definitely one of the hardest roles. Um, Then Andrew Garfield played his friend, um, and I think Andrew Garfield is the best part of this entire movie, and I think a lot of people would agree. 
Um, I do. There is a scene in this movie near the end that is so unbelievable. The scene um, that is talked about nonstop. Yeah, it is the best scene in the entire movie. And it's a scene where Andrew Garfield is confronting Jesse Eisenberg for doing something that really screwed Andrew Garfield over in the company. And I mean, you, you can say it. We already gave the spoiler warning. Well, and I like, mean, it's, it's complicated to talk about. Like, he, it, he diluted his shares, which... Basically, it, he cut Andrew Garfield's character completely out of Facebook. Yeah, he, he basically, Andrew Garfield's character was his friend. He also financed Facebook. Like, he gave him, like, $20,000 or something like that. He basically and was the co He is the co-founder of Facebook. Basically. Like, he did almost as much at work as Mark did. Uh, Mark just did, like, the programming, whereas um, Andrew Garfield's character did, like, all of the... I mean, basically everything else. He, he financed it, really, is what he did. He financed it, and he promoted it, um, which was, like... Like you said, like he basically is the co-founder of Facebook. Like he he actually is. He's on the masthead and everything, but he signed into this contract that said that like, kind of like implied that his shares would not like it was said that his shares would not be diluted, um, which I'll explain in a second. But they they were diluted, so they kind of broke contract, kind of didn't. He just really got yeah. screwed out of the company. Um, and when I mean his shares got diluted, what I mean is his shares were completely sold or taken or given to other people. So he lost a ton of money, like millions and millions and millions of dollars. Now it would be like billions of dollars. Um, oh, yeah. And so he completely screwed him out of the company. And so in this scene uh, that we're talking about, which is the best scene, Andrew Garfield was completely pissed because he just found out, and he basically storms over to uh, Jesse Eisenberg's, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and throws, like, a complete fit and uh, kind of finds out why he did this yeah. and stuff. Smashes and, his computer. Oh, yeah, and then J Justin Timberlake is standing in the background who plays another character who's, like, a complete douchebag. No, it was, just, it was just Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is part of the story of Facebook. Yeah, uh, but stop it. <laughs> but Justin Timberlake's character, standing in the background, he's a he's such a douchebag. He's the um, worst. And uh, yeah, this entire scene is just Oscar worthy. Um, it's been like a lot of people have like tried to recreate the scene and stuff like that. Like I literally saw um, a video of Dylan O'Brien, which like, and a lot of people know who that is. Um, recreate this scene, and it was really good actually, but. Um, it just shows how popular the scene that like other actors are like recreating it, um, mm -hmm. just because they want to and stuff, uh, not for like any other reason, just because it's that good of a scene. Yeah. But, yeah. This entire movie, absolutely fantastic. Script is by far the best part. Acting is definitely the second best. Um, the score on this movie is also really good. It's very subtle. It's not like a very um, kind of like Avengers. It's not like a very. Um, hard score where like you can memorize the theme basically and stuff like that score. like it's not um boom 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 uh you know what it's i mean it's more like bam 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 <laughs> shut up <laughs> i'd um, say i would i'd say the avengers has a pretty uh distinguishable score no no that's what i'm saying like or maybe this does but i would say social networks is more reserved oh you're um, just compare okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'm saying like they're different they're like they're very different from each other um Social Networks is still a very memorable score. It's just, it's a much more subtler score, um, in my opinion. Um, I think so, yeah. 
but yeah, the the movie is great. Fincher is a fantastic director. If you have not seen David Fincher's movies, go watch them. They are so amazing. Some of my favorite movies are David Fincher movies. Like I said, this one is definitely uh, in my top four, maybe my number one movie of all time. Um, but yeah, that is the social network for me. Yeah, um, great movie. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not in my top like ten, but I think it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's kind of like me with Wally. Like it's worth the watch. Like it's it's really mm. good. But like that's if that's the social network for you. Yeah, I wonder. What, I, I do wonder how what Mark Zuckerberg thinks about the movie. He because he like is it. he did not like it. <laughs> really. He, well, he, I mean, he's obviously painted as the bad guy because well, he and, yeah, is. And, I mean, it's based off true events. So I mean, he really did do horrible things um yeah, he's kind of a dick but he said that he did not like it because he said that some of it was not accurate to what actually happened which i call bs because i Probably. think a lot of it did happen um i think he just it might be a more exaggerated take oh yeah 100 percent. probably I, I, it's I, probably pretty accurate overall i still think yeah a majority of it is pretty accurate um grant do yeah, you want to talk um, about uh star wars empire strikes back now no, not really. No? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. But Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. That's my number two. I love it. Yeah. I think it is the it is easily the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's very hard to say between the original three, wait, four, wait, five, and wait, six. Let me say, let me say, wait. Go ahead and say. In our Go opinion, ahead and say. this is the best Star Wars movie. We yeah. cannot say that because a lot of other... We cannot say that this is the best objectively because okay, well, a lot I, of other people are going to say, no, Revenge of the Sith is the best. No, New Hope is the best. Yeah, I, I don't know if we did mention this at the start, but this is obviously our own opinions. Um, I'd say a lot of people do agree that Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, um, It's number one in IMDb. It's almost number one on everyone else's list except for like maybe episode three revenge of the sith yeah um which i do like you don't no i think it's okay but it's got problems okay i mean i i agree it has problems but i think i think it's great it's so fun it's funny um it is funny yes it is good it's a good laugh and it's not supposed to be a good laugh Uh, as a kid, I probably would have said uh, that episode six, the one right after Empire Strikes Back, is my favorite, um, which is Return of the Jedi. I just, maybe it's because I was a kid. I really liked the Ewoks. I think playing the game Lego Star Wars really helped because I loved every single level in episode six. But I, it's, growing up and watching it, it slightly it's pales goofy. in comparison. It's a, very, it's a little goofy. It's a very goofy I don't movie, love, yeah. I don't love the Ewoks, yeah. Um, but it's cool. Uh, it's also worsened a little bit, Episode 6 is, by the sequel trilogy. But we are not going to be talking about that. Because if we do talk any little bit about the sequel trilogy, that's all the episode's going to be. Yep. So not we're just going to stay away from that for now. Um, we should probably actually talk about Empire Strikes Back. And we can both talk about this since I am sure we have vast amounts of knowledge on the movie. I mean, we um, both we both love this movie. I mean, I'm 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 yeah. also like I love 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 this movie. So yeah, uh, I just think the pacing is perfect. Uh, the characters that are in are great. I love Lando. Um, is anyone else introduced? I wouldn't really say the em- Emperor is. He kind of is, but Bo- Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I mean, yeah, he's cool. Not. I mean, his show's the... coming out very soon. I mean, he's I'm a excited. Kind I'm of hyped. Character now. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. Um, 
when I'm talking about this, I don't know and the watchers uh knowledge on Star Wars, but I'm going to be talking about the George Lucas 2011 edits of it cuz like the introduction of the emperor in the older versions, I'm sure you know, Jake, is pretty awful. Just the oh, emperor looks yeah. ugly. Yeah, he looked weird. Um yeah, People hate on George Lucas's updates. We have talked on this, but I think they're actually pretty good, except for like maybe in episode four. Other than that, I think the updates are great um, because Cloud City looks great. And we can talk a little bit more on that. But um, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. I love every single scene in it. Um, Hoth is a great planet. I used to not like the asteroid chase when I was a kid. I thought it was kind of just boring and slow. Not Nothing really happens. I wanted to watch Luke be trained by Yoda. Um, but as I grew older, I really enjoyed the asteroid chase um, with Han Solo, Leia against Darth Vader. Um, and I also said it, but I, I think Yoda, Dagobah is great. Um, and Cloud City is probably one of my favorite places in Star Wars, one of my favorite planets. It's just, it's so cool. Um, Bespin is the planet, Cloud City specifically. Um I don't know what else to talk on it. Well, I do. Um, we can say some stuff on you can, it. Yeah, you can go ahead and say some things too. Um, I will say, number one, soundtrack, just like A New Hope, oh, fantastic. Yes, yes. yes. Um, sometimes even improved Absolutely. just a little bit. What'd you um, say? I would say the soundtrack's just a little bit better, actually, than A New Hope. Um, but I agree. The, it's great. Script is a lot better, I would say. Um, and the script is a lot better because it was um, a lot due to the fact that this had a new director and budget the too. editing was done a lot better um, by George Lucas's wife. Um, so yeah, she did edit this a little yeah. bit. Uh, no, she was like the main person. Like she was the uh, main. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know what we call it. The, person in charge of the editor's room basically she was the one that edited this movie basically um and i think she did it with a new hope for the most part but um in the first movie uh, a new hope george lucas was the one that directed it and he wrote it um which is fine he did great but um the pacing is a little off for that movie just a little bit um and the script is a little iffy at some points but yes, this it's movie, a little. I say it's a little outdated. In a some little places. bit, yeah. And uh, I, I would like, I like a New Hope more, but I recognize that this is oh, a much still, better okay. film, um, based on like the the new director. I don't know his name, but uh, they got a new uh, director, yeah, so too. it wasn't George yeah. Lucas this time because I don't think physically he could have been able to do it anymore. He was so stressed out after a New Hope. Yeah, he almost had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, he almost literally died while making a New Hope. So, um, they got a new director for this one. And Irvin Kirshner. Is that his name? Irvin Kirshner, yeah. He did so good. He did a very, very good job at this uh, movie. Did he direct um, Return of the Jedi? No, that was... Is that someone else? I'm looking it up. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, this was just um, a much oh, better Richard- film... You can tell that the actors are definitely more into their roles. Like, they're more... Um, Comfortable. Like, it's more established, like, who they are. Exactly, like they yeah. know who they are this time. Mm-hmm. Instead of kind of just, like, making up, like, who like who this space princess is, like, 
we know who Leia is. Now, you know, now they we know like, how to, they know how to like play a full fledged like general yes. now and everything like that. Mm-hmm. All the characters, scary. yeah, they know what they're doing. Uh, all the actors do. They're more experienced. Yeah. Um, and it's just like it, yeah, that really helps make the movie better because I think just about everyone in A New Hope was kind of a rookie at acting. Um, um except yeah. for maybe um Obi Wan. For the, for the most part, name. yeah, really, yeah. Um, but yeah, something about the score that's really interesting is that, uh, the Imperial March, which is like Darth Vader's main theme that was made in this movie. And like when I found that out like years ago, I was like, wow, really? Like I would have thought that was like one of the big staples of a new hope because it's one of the biggest staples, one of the most iconic, um, music pieces from star Wars and it was made for this movie. That's yeah. I I actually yeah. I kind of forgot about the fact that it was not created uh, in a New Hope. Yeah, that is actually pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to say about Empire besides uh, cool ending? Really, like the ending is yeah. It's a great ending. The heroes lose, which is something that Star Wars has done um, a lot now. But at the time, in like what 1980, 1980, that was pretty pretty big for like the heroes to basically lose i mean it's still crazy now like it's still i think it's still not yeah it's usually unexpected like infinity war Mm -hmm. was crazy when the heroes lost like that was yeah i was not expecting it to be that bad i thought yeah for infinity war i thought it was just gonna be like one bigger movie but like yeah they just flat out lost in that movie spoiler warning for that movie yeah um and if you haven't seen it what are you doing yeah um we can we will definitely be talking about empire more i guess this is just more of like a smaller take on it because we're going to be talking about probably each star wars movie in depth mm-hmm. so i guess that's just a little start out of empire we yeah. both love it um and yeah you can go ahead with whatever you have to say yeah uh but yeah uh, empire is a great movie but uh i'm gonna move on to my final movie um it is harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban grant has not seen this movie either I've read the books read the books You've read some of the books. You have not I've read, read all of them. Th- I have read this book. <laughs> you have specifically read so this book. So it counts. I have read the first three and a half books. So I know what happens in this movie. I know what's going on. Um, but yeah, this movie is by far uh, my favorite out of any of the Harry Potter movies. This was, I believe, John Williams' last movie doing the score, I think. It might have been the next. Oh, so movie, that's why it fell off. Either way, um, it is a fantastic score. Everyone knows the Harry Potter theme. Basically, um, it's iconic, and the acting in this movie uh, is a significant improvement off of the other two movies that came before it. Yeah, because they're kind of grown up at this point. They're like this movie feels like a huge time jump because all the actors look a lot older in this movie. Um, and that's fine. Like you'd think it'd be kind of jarring, but like for this movie, it does really well. Everyone acts really, really good for their age still. Um, but this movie is about, um, a man named Sirius Black who has escaped, uh, the, basically the unescapable prison, uh, called Azkaban. And, uh, um, he escaped Azkaban and, uh, he is on the run 
and a lot of people um, are looking for him, and they have a theory that he's going to go after Harry Potter. Um, I'm not going to say the reason on why he is potentially going after Harry Potter, because that spoils so much. Um, and even though this is a spoiler yeah. kind of show, I don't want to give it away um, for Grant and stuff like that. But either way, um, yeah, no, this is really about um, that entire thing. Like that, It's just about him uh, escaping and going after Harry and how Harry deals with it and the rest of them, basically. Um, but yeah, no, this is... Uh, the best Harry Potter movie for so many reasons. Cinematography was great. The directing especially was so good. They got a new director for this one. The first two movies were uh, Chris Columbus. Um, and this movie, oh, I can't remember his name. Grant, if you could please look it up. I cannot remember right, it. it. But he is um, a very, very, uh, he's kind of famous actually um, now for some other movies. But Alfonso back in the day, Kieran. what's his name? Alfonso Oh, Carrera. Yeah, Alfonso Carrera. Oh, is that it? Oh, it's... Yeah, that should be it, I'm pretty sure. It's, yeah, probably. Yep. Um, he, um, when they hired him, he had only done, like, one film, and it was kind of like a kind of like a sex film, so he didn't have much on his resume, uh, but they hired him, and thank God they did, you don't because like he did a great job in this movie. Um, I, I honestly could not imagine... Uh, anyone else doing this movie. Um, but the the reason why this movie is so good is because it deals with time travel. And I won't explain how or why. That's right, yeah. But they do time travel. And yeah, slightly. we see characters, like the same characters, t- like on the screen. They are like literally both on the screen at the same time. Like same actor and everything. Oh, okay. But they it must shoot, be different from the books. No, yeah, they shoot it um, with different angles and everything, and I don't know how they did it, but it is so amazing um, how they synced the two uh, like clips or scenes together. Somehow, I, I don't even know how they did that. Okay, yeah, um, I didn't see that part. I remember in the book, it's a little bit of a mystery, but yeah, in the movies, it is like the same person and obviously i'm not gonna say who it is but yeah yeah. because in the books they were like oh who is that it's like slightly they don't know who but yeah if you see both the actors on the same yeah yeah there's a little difference between the books and the movies like this these entire scenes go by and then at one point they're like oh we should go back in time to prevent this and they're like okay so they go back in time yeah and then we see them do like it's this it's the whole scene over again from a different perspective and it's like yeah it's it's interesting this is so cool um it was cool in the books for sure uh something you mentioned it is amazing like they it's so cool like it's why it's probably my favorite because it's it deals with time travel so well like some movies don't do it well but this movie does (laughs) it really well um, yeah, but yeah, acting in this movie is fantastic. Gary Oldman plays mm-hmm. Sirius love Black, Gary. and he Gary's does great. amazing. I love Gary Oldman. He's maybe one of my favorite actors. Um, and then I can't remember his name. Professor um, Lupin. Professor but, Lupin's yeah. character. Do I you know, know who you're talking the about. Actor's name. 
Ah, I can't off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know what his name I was is. T- we were talking about him the other day too, which sucks. Yeah, he is a he is also a fantastic actor. If you want to look it up, he plays Professor Lupin. And he, he is, is a fantastic one. actor. Oh, David David Thwellis. Thank you. That's yes, who it is. he yeah. is so good in this role. Um, and yeah, there's just so many interesting things that are shown in this movie. Um, I've I've seen video essays on. The fact that this entire movie basically reworks the entire Hogwarts castle. So, like, before this movie... Does it? Yeah, so before this movie, um, the two movies that came before it, Chris Columbus didn't really know how to show Hogwarts castle that well. So when he did scenes, it would be like, okay, walk characters walk 10 feet into dining hall, and then walk out, cut, and stuff like that. Like, it'd be stuff like that, where you walk in. Yeah, where you see the main important stuff. But, but you don't see anything I think I know else. Like, going. you don't know the yeah. layout of the castle completely. Uh-huh. And this movie completely changes that. Yeah. We see characters walk from one area to a completely different area in the castle. Like, we that's know cool. what the castle, like, the layout is completely. And it immerses us into it in a really, like, well-done way. We now know like the entirety that. of what Hogwarts looks like. Like we know where the Whomping Willow is, um, which was shown mm-hmm. in a Star- different it, movie. It was, it was only oh, it was shown. Was it shown in the one of the that, it was in Chamber Secrets? Movies? It, that's where they oh, crashed was the, that the that's one? where they crashed the car in Chamber of Secrets? Uh, that's I think that was the tree that they crashed into. No, but I and I was wondering in the Chamber of Secrets that was oh yeah that was the one where they drove the car to school because in in the third movie is when they're on the train with Professor Lupin yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was when gotcha. the, those things showed up that I'm not gonna say because um, those are very cool um, this movie is also a different tone than the other movies first two movies are very lighthearted I mean yeah it's Chris, for sure Chris, it's Chris Columbus I mean he did Home Alone. So he's he's a very lighthearted uh, type of movie kind of guy, but this movie is very very dark. It's got some of yeah, the, the, book was. the creepiest things in the entire franchise, in my opinion. Um, two oh, yeah. creatures specifically that are absolutely terrifying. Um, but two, two, yeah, there's two. You're uh, not okay, to say let that. me let me. Well, I'll I'll say it, but I'll, I'll put a huge spoiler alert for it. Um, so here's your chance. The, the first creature, I would say, is the Dementors. Those are super yeah. creepy. I, I was thinking the Dementors. Those scared me as a kid. Those are so, so creepy, badly. especially on film. They yeah. are absolutely terrifying. Um, but the second creature, I would say, is the werewolf. Oh, really? Do you remember that part? Uh, I read it in the book, yeah. Yeah, Professor Lupin turns into a werewolf because, I mean, he is Oh, a that's werewolf. right. Yeah, okay, that is a pretty... That's it's, a, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty big... Spoiler. Like, that's a big I mean, you didn't spoiler. have to say who, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... You could even um, bleep that out. He... We can what? You could even bleep that out. That is a huge spoiler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Um, I gave him the warning, but whatever. Um, yeah, the werewolf is... Any, like, that is such a creepy creature... And the Dementors especially are super scary. Um, but yeah, all I have to say in general about this movie is uh, it is absolutely amazing. And uh, it's a movie I can go back and watch at any time, um, especially during Christmas time. Like, I love watching the Harry Potter movies during Christmas because 
they have like Christmas scenes in them, basically. Okay, weirdo. Um, I can't remember if this one does, but I think it does have a Christmas scene it kind of does. in it. But um, yeah, I would watch this movie every day if I if I could. So yeah, Grant, do you want to move on to your last movie? Yeah, no, we totally can. Um, before we do, I I do. What I really like about what we have going on here is we have two, I'd say very different lists of movies. Yeah, like um, our, not our just TV in like the topics. Are very similar. These are very different. Yeah, yeah, because we have different movies, obviously, but I feel like the style of movies that we have are very different too. Definitely, you yeah. probably have more like fancy movie nerd movies, and I I just have ones that I like. That's well, kind of that's also kind of how the dynamic is going. I'm speaking on the movies. I I like these movies. They made me feel something as a kid. But yours yeah. are like, oh, the screenplay, the cinematography, it's great. Yeah, I'm more. I mean, like, like you said, you're more of a movie I'm more nerd. Of a movie guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into your last movie. So my final movie um, is another one. Like you said, with Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, you could watch that over and over. Um, for me. A movie that I could easily watch over and over, and I have recently watched a lot, is uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It is just such a well-made movie, um, especially for Sony Pictures production, Sony Pictures animation, whatever it's called. Yep. Um, they have made they've made a couple stinkers. I feel like no one really cares about like the movies that they make. They don't have great ones. So I was really surprised when Into the Spider-Verse was amazing um like I, I love the characters i love the story it's a great take on spider-man um and it's just fun like it's just a fun movie and it's something that you could go back and watch over and over and there's always something like you could catch for sure you could catch um that wasn't there before yes i i have this um as like my number five i would say um it's at least in my top 10 um, movies of all time. Um, I agree with you. Such a good movie. In my opinion, it's the best Spider-Man movie. Um, I know a lot of people oh, love absolutely. Spider-Man too, but for me, this is just the best. It's the most well done um, Same. movie, and it's it's just so fun. Like it's it's, it's so funny. fun. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And it like I think nothing is like too much in this movie. Or something that might be, or I'll explain it better, but something that might be, like, too much in, like, a regular Spider-Man movie, like, spoiler alert, introducing a bunch of Spider-Men, like, that seems, like, a bit much. That's why, like, I'm a little worried for the new Spider-Man movie coming out, because, like, I feel like it might be a bit much for a live action or, like, an MCU just solo Spider-Man movie. And and that's why we have an episode planned for talking about the other Spider-Man movies and especially Spider-Man Way Home. Um, but, um, oh, I was what, say, what was say? but for me, that's why Spider-Verse is perfect because it's an animated movie and it's also like a unique movie. It's the first one and it's what trilogy or whatever of movies, which by oh, the way, it does have a trilogy. sequel. Uh, I'm so excited for the sequel, but it's a year away, but yeah. who cares? Uh, yeah. So, um, but when we're putting this out, uh, it, the trailer for, uh, the second, Spider-Man into the uh, multiverse movie has just come out about a couple days ago. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll be here a year yeah. from now. Definitely talk. Or no, about it's that uh, movie. yeah, it's it's like October something next year. So it's not too bad, really. 
Yeah, it'll be about a good 10 months off, but I'm super excited for that film because this movie was so amazing. It was. I thought, like, I, I literally, I love every single part of the movie. I don't have any complaints for this movie. I will say um, one. I will say one complaint. Okay. I will say, and a lot of people agree, that the three characters, Penny Parker, yeah, Spider-Man I know you're gonna say, I agree, and the pig, Spider Pig, are Spider-Ham. slightly unnecessary. Yeah, they're not fully fleshed out, which I, and I, I don't, okay, I, don't I will agree. That. I like it. I still like. I them. I like them. I think they're great, but like they do kind of come in at the very end. And yeah, I feel like they're not explored as much. I feel like we could have gotten like another thirty minutes of the movie, um, maybe, and it wouldn't feel maybe. like too much. Maybe like twenty minutes. Just I didn't want it them long. to like prolong, like just to drag out the movie. I didn't want them yeah. to do that, and so um, I think I, I think they knew. They just yeah, me too. I and I think they knew that they weren't going to be able to fully explain these characters. That's why they did like their one after another after another. Um, introductions like yeah. how they did with peter parker then peter b parker then spider gwen i did really like that about the the movie where it kept going back to the introduction of the spider-man because everybody everyone knows spider-man like you kind of like you you know who he is yeah maybe you haven't seen the movies but well, you kind of know the general concept of spider-man this is such um, a and stylish I like how they movie that. it is absolutely that like that's kind of like what you're getting at. like it's such a stylish movie uh, with that, with what you're referencing alone, it just it really mm-hmm. um, shows how um, I, I'll say it again: stylish it is. Stylish, um, yeah, stylish. You can um, stay it one more time if you want. Yeah, um, but <laughs> this movie, like the beginning alone, like what you were saying about the introduction, like the fact that they were referencing other movies, like with the kind of like the train scene. Um, with yeah. the dance scene and the Spider-Man dancing, three. yeah, that's so that's so unique. I like I wouldn't expect to see that somewhere like else besides like this movie. Really, um, that was so interesting that they were able to like put those things in. Yeah, and uh, it's one of the reasons why I think you and I both love this movie um, because it's just uh, so inventive, stylish. And, what stylish? Yes, very stylish. Um, but yeah, I it it is just it's a really well made movie. It was made by obviously it was obviously made by fans of Spider Man. Um, I mean, it was and, made and by that really Phil, shows. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, I think. Uh, I kind of know who they are. You should look. I've heard up, the names, but I'm like ninety five percent sure that they are the ones that made this movie. Like directors and or writers? I think they were the. I think they were the directors, I'm pretty sure. Uh, like I said, you should probably look that up. But, um, Writers, yeah, sure. Phil Lord and Rodney Ron. Ron oh, okay, Lord? so it was at least Phil Lord that it was, okay. Oh, aren't they like a, they're like a writing duo, aren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Phil Lord was the one that did the Lego movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they did a great job with that. Um, but the... I mean, we can't really talk about this movie without mentioning how amazing the animation is. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know how to bring that up, but like it's, I've there's so many good videos just over that one thing is the animation style. It's yeah. so unique. 
Yeah. Um, and something that someone said in a different, in one of those videos that I really like was you could take any screenshot from this movie and it could be like a picture, like something that you could hang it on your wall. Yeah. It's just, it could be a wall. It's that artistic. And if I do say so myself, stylish. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Very stylish. Um, um, but you yeah. were right about Christopher Miller, by the way. He was a producer for the movie. Gotcha. Okay. Just wanted to sneak that um, in. But this movie, like with the animation, the the fact that like sometimes, like every once in a while, it'll snap into like a 2D kind of comic book look for like a second. Uh-huh. Is so I know what cool. you mean. That's and, like, so yeah, awesome. And like, yeah, the effects popping out. Yeah. yeah like, um, I think something a little bit more specific is... Uh, What's his name? Miles Morales is the main character. Uh, oh, Spider Man yeah. um, is like his spidey senses. Like it is words above your head, like you might oh. see in a comic book. Like when there's some like danger, it'll literally yeah. say "Look out!" above him. Kind of like think, Batman, yeah, back in the old yeah. days. And I think even when like I want to say when Spider Man Noir, the black and white Spider Man, um, was fighting people it has like pow and bam and com- <laughs> yeah. like comic-y stuff like that and that's it's just so cool to see um so i thought you were gonna mention the fact that um with miles morales's character one of the coolest things um that some people know some people don't is that his character is uh like f- the the amount of frames per second matter in the movie so Miles's character is frame is like twelve frames per second or something like that um, when he's moving, which um, is different than all the other Spider People, which they're being filmed in like twenty four frames per second, which shows that they're like more experienced. While Miles is like learning and he's inexperienced, but the more that Miles learns about his powers and how to use them and stuff he like keeps gaining in frames until the end of the movie when he's like finally like become himself and everything he's actually filmed in the same amount of frames as every other spider person which is so cool i'm honestly really surprised that you mentioned that i, I that was that was such like an obscure thing it's such but an yeah obscure it's it's detail but it but shows, it's like, one of those yeah it's one of those like little details that's so cool about the movie i love it but it shows how much like they care and put like so much dedication and thought into this movie and they like how much they love it so much that they'll put so like that much detail into it and so like that's so cool that's such an interesting thing that you wouldn't expect from a movie that they put it like that's so cool i don't know how else to describe how that it's just that awesome yeah um, something else about the movie uh, is that we bring up about a lot of the, mo- the movies that we have here is the cast is it's it's stacked. There's it so is. many people in this movie. I mean, the social network was pretty good, but like there are huge names in um, Into the Spider Verse, yeah. which, however, I feel like that's kind of something that a lot of modern animated movies do. They'll put The Rock and James Corden and Kevin Hart into every single one of their movies, but. This one, yeah, this one feels a little bit more unique. It focuses more on talent than, like, merit. Is that? No. No, yeah, no, that's, that's like, it, it, focuses, it focuses more, more on, on talent, talent than, like, the name Popularity, of the person. Yeah, because yeah. uh, there's, like, Shameik Moore, who does an amazing Miles Morales, but I haven't really seen him in much. Yeah. 
Uh, and Jake Johnson is perfect as uh, Spider-Man. He's the best. He's so good. Jake Johnson is, is one of my favorite actors, for sure. Well, then there's him. There's Chris Pine. There's Nicolas yeah. Cage. There's Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld, yep. And um, Rashala Ali's The yep. Prowler. John Mulaney as Spider-Ham is, is perfect. I yeah. laughed. I laughed when when uh, I heard his voice. It's yeah, so funny. He's so Catherine he Hahn, super good. Yeah. Oscar uh, Isaac is Spider-Man '99, which I think is great. Post credits, so yeah, post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Stan Lee's in it, surprisingly. Yeah. But not surprisingly. Um, the Agatha, a, the the person that played Agatha in WandaVision. I can't remember her name though. Wow, it's crazy. It's almost like I said Catherine Hahn was in this movie already. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. My bad. I'm so sorry. I yeah, but up. she does a great Doc Ock. Uh, I love yeah, Catherine Hahn. She is super good. I love the attention to detail when uh, she says, um, "My f- like my friends call me Liv or something like that. My enemies call me Doc Ock or something like that." Uh-huh. And later in the movie, <laughs> Aunt, when, May uh, Aunt May goes, "Oh, yeah. it's Liv." It's like, "Oh, it's what? Liv." Huh? So like, cool. what does that mean? Is that sarcasm? Is there more to this relationship that they randomly have? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, uh, it opens the door for so much more for sequels for this movie. That's why I'm so excited for the sequels because it, it, it will be good. It absolutely will be good. It's like 100%. what five years in, so because yeah. they started working on it right after the, uh, the first one was released, I think. So, yeah, they did. Yeah, love into the Spider Verse. Um, yeah, I could probably keep talking about it. We even, I mean, like we. We we say this a lot, but we could definitely make an episode just about Into the Spider Verse. We could make an episode um, about any sure. of these movies, or like all the Spider Man. Yeah, but we could definitely get more into Into the Spider Verse because, like, yeah, we have like some of those slightly obscure facts, like the frames. I wasn't expecting to talk about that today, but it's yeah. it's one of those things that I love about the movie as well. Yeah, um, but I think we're about done. We've we've said all of our yeah, movies I mean, really. That's um, and all we have. That's all we have. Yeah, these are subject to change. Really, um, like maybe when the next Spider Verse movie comes out, maybe that will replace the first one. Um, or the or next Spider Man movie in like uh, ten days, yeah. eight days. Maybe maybe something will change it. We don't know. But um, these are our list for now. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, thank you. If, you. if you've if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, Grant, do you have anything to say before we wrap it up? Follow us on Twitter at Culture Parlor on Twitter. That is Culture Parlor on Twitter.com. Yep. Awesome. Well, I think that's about it. Three, two, one, cut.